You are live with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with fellow uh, geeks, AJ Vickery and John Beeler. We've got a pretty interesting program today. Uh, later on, uh, we will be talking with David Tobin. He is the CEO and founder of AudioJack. This is a really cool app, and I think even more relevant uh, now, especially with all the stress we're going through with COVID and the lockdown, you have to stay tuned and, and hear about this, uh, this audio app and, and what it can do for you. We'll also be talking about the Facebook boycott. Uh, a lot of corporations uh, here in North America and around the world are boycotting advertising on the platform for the month of July to get uh, Facebook to be more responsible for the content, the hate content that uh, lives uh, up on their social platform. We'll also be speaking about everything that was banned on social last week. It's some interesting uh interesting stuff and uh, it's uh, something that you should uh, listen to as well let's get into some of the news here there's a lot of tech news this week uh, guys and and the first one i want to start off with and i think this is actually genius and i can't believe no one thought of this before a lot of us use linkedin it's kind of the uh the business facebook that's where we have our uh, our resume and uh, you know all the things we do in business they now have this feature that lets you upload a 10 second audio clip telling people how to pronounce your name mm-hmm. <laughs> easy for you so yeah easy for you aj aj vickery i can i can get that but people butcher my name all the time Ag- agarbo mine as well yeah mine as well. yeah so I'm, I'm i'm loving this feature here i'm hoping it catches on but you know a lot of times uh you know even for these radio interviews we have john you know we have the guests on and i just i I have a hard time pronouncing the guest name, and it'd be just great if I could go on LinkedIn and, and hear them say it. So I, I sound like I'm respectful and I yeah. can well, pronounce you know, things. This ties into um, you know last week's uh, show where you know we got that great advice for young people out there looking for jobs to make sure that they go out there and create those those LinkedIn um, profiles and have those people giving them recommendations and whatnot. But again, while you're in there as well take advantage of this new feature because it's absolutely true. You know, you want people uh, to understand, you know, how to say your name properly. Love it. Uh, and speaking about uh, the lockdown, a lot of us have been using Zoom uh, lately. And, and John, there's a new plugin called Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, exactly. You have to say it that way. Yes. Um, th- th- this is a really interesting uh, tool, app, uh, plugin, whatever you want to call it, um, that basically lets you turn your, your Zoom calls into kind of like weekend update on Saturday Night Live. Um, it allows you to basically pop out uh, your little uh, video screen and put something else behind it. So you kind of have like the picture in picture view where you have whatever you're talking about popping up. And I think uh, we didn't get a chance to, to get it all set up and working this week, but maybe next week we'll try to get that on our video podcast uh, side as well. So we can sort of play around with that a little bit and, and actually bring in some of these, uh, you know, uh, clips of video and photos and things like that uh, in the background uh, behind us uh, while we're talking. Kind of like your so, own little mini newscast. Yeah, you yeah. Know. It lets, lets you, you know, pull pull your image down, move it around, and then put other stuff up beside you. So it's a little kind of like advanced screen sharing, if you will. Um, and, and it's definitely, you know, the, the problem with uh, screen sharing is basically once you do that, uh, if you're recording the call like we do with our calls, um, everything else disappears and just whatever is on the screen is what's the, the dominant thing. And again, that's a plug-in for Zoom, and it's called Mm-hmm, and that's spelled M-M-H-M-M, kind of like... Yeah, and we actually have a blog post about it, so uh, go check it out on getconnectedmedia.com. 
we're all we're all obviously concerned about uh, the virus and uh, keeping clean. Samsung has announced a, a new ultraviolet uh, sterilizer and wireless charger. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What a great idea, though. You know, I mean, realistically, I mean, those are for the ones that um, have existed previously. And Mike, I know you've tried out a couple. Um, they're like they're in high demand. You know, they were sold out right away. So this is brilliant to be able to come for my uh, Samsung to be able to bring this up. Yeah, we've uh, uh, phone soap is uh, the little device we've used uh, before. Uh, I think hard to get uh, on online now if you wanted to purchase one, but it's like a, a little case. You open it up and you stick your phone in there and uh, close it, and the ultraviolet light, I think, within you know a few minutes, basically kills all the germs and bacteria that might have lived on that smartphone. And smartphones are dirty. Like we've got our grubby little fingers all over them. You know, we're out there touching things in the world and then touching your smartphone. So uh, I would say that's ground zero for infection <laughs> right there. Well, and the thing I like about this one from Samsung is that you can also put your like sunglasses inside of it. You can put your earbuds. I'm wearing earbuds right now. Those are obviously in your orifices, right? So yeah, uh, really good to be able to put those items in there and, you know, within 10 minutes have a full sterilization. Very cool. Uh, AJ, this is something I saw that you might like. Uh, Sony's got a, a wearable air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> this thing uh, looks like a, about the size of a, a flat mouse, uh, and you uh, you wear it on the back of your shirt, and it can. They say it can cool you by up to twenty three degrees Fahrenheit on a hot day. Oh man, I have to try that. Isn't that and crazy? For the wife's uh, hot flashes. Yeah, this was uh, the release was supposed to yeah, totally was supposed to coincide with the the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. I guess it gets uh, hot there in uh, the the summertime, but uh, yeah, I'd be interested to to check this out. But I I think uh, it's not not too bad. It's about 120 bucks. Yeah, U.S. U.S. Cool. cool. Yeah, in a hot day. Yeah. <laughs> so something uh, see- it'd probably four fifty nine <laughs> Canadian. <Yeah. laughs> uh, John. You came across something really interesting uh, called high fidelity, and you just you wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> tell no, us, tell it's, us again. It's it's really cool. Um, Highfidelity dot com. Uh, it's it's a website you go to, and the idea is that uh, we're having a Zoom call as we record the radio show. So we've got you know three people uh, on the call right now, and high fidelity is an audio only call that you do. Uh, it's really meant for. Uh, location-specific experiences. So say you're going to a house party, for example. The idea is that you would actually uh, create a, a space in high fidelity that resembles your house or, you know, your favorite house or, you know, uh, say a pool area or something like that. And the idea is that each person that participates, they connect. Uh, and the, the really great thing about it is you don't need any software. You just need a browser and it works on almost any device. You can join with a smartphone, a tablet, a desktop or a laptop, doesn't matter. And the idea is that it drops you into this virtual environment and you navigate around either with a touch interface by just sort of tapping and dragging or using like your arrow keys to move around. And it's just like you're moving around that virtual space. Uh, As you move closer to people, their conversations get louder. As you move away, they get quieter. Uh, You can actually have uh, additional... uh, people in the the space as DJs, for example, and that audio, the music that they're playing will be specific to that part of the zone, if you will. So it's like a real actual party where you have like a kitchen group of people gathered and then you got a gathering in the living room and then maybe outside and something like that. Um, the people I played with it, 
are ones that I normally go to this conference in Palm Springs uh, at the Ace Hotel. There's a really beautiful pool um, area that they have there that we all would hang out at. And we were able to sort of replicate that experience virtually from people all over the world sort of came in and we were able to move around and sit on the, you know, the virtual couch, you know, or go by the pool and those different areas. And it was, it was a really fantastic experience, uh, especially because right now I haven't been able to go to those places and visit my <laughs> friends. Um, and it, it's so much more so than uh, like a video call because as you scale up the number of people on your video calls it kind of gets unmanageable uh there's always going to be one person talking versus a party where you have little pockets of people talking and so you can actually move around and navigate and the audible uh experience is very realistic to being in a uh, a real space so it's a very cool and it's right now it's free i, I don't know what their plans are for for uh, paying for this so it's probably a subscription or something like not on like zoom but it's it was a really great way to have a, a virtual experience at a at, at scale with lots of people it's kind of cool uh, I, I haven't tried it myself yet i'm just looking at some of the videos of it but it basically presents like an overhead view of whatever kind of room or space uh you've created uh, and again they've got some basic templates like a beach or living room and uh, you look down on it and uh, you're represented by a little picture of your face and yeah. like you said, you just kind of move around and talk to the people that you want to talk to. It looks really super cool. And it was dead simple to set up. Like the, like I said, there's no app to install. Um, and you can even upload your own images. I actually have a, a drone photo I took of the Ace Hotel in Palm Springs. And we're going to use that on the next call we do together so that we actually have the actual space laid out and we can <laughs> my, my, you know, navigate around it in real time. So some of I'm you sure can be in the pool. This one. Sorry, AJ? I'm not sure I'm a big fan of this one. <laughs> no, why? Because <laughs> well, now it's just going back to being in that room where no one's talking to me. <laughs> why, is AJ, why is AJ over in the corner by himself? <laughs> crying. <laughs> crying. <laughs> and you'll be able to hear him crying in the distance. And you can, right. you can hear it louder as you approach him. <laughs> yeah. uh, again it's called high fidelity is this um, does it work on iPhones and Android and, and desktop yeah it works on everything yeah which is kind of the incredible thing because uh, it, it's just an audio app with kind of it kind of looks like the sims if you've ever played the sims like a top-down view of you know your little virtual avatars that you can customize and uh yeah, and it's free right now. Cool. We're going to have to take a break. Uh, I just want to throw to our contest uh, this month. Uh, we're giving away a really cool prize. It's from Alcatel. It's a it's a, a phone. It's their Go Flip 3. And this is, believe it or not, guys, a flip phone. Do you remember flip phones? Mm-hmm. Uh, so this one, it's simple. This would be great for someone that just wants the simple life, but maybe some of the nice, um, you know, smartphone uh, things like a Facebook or Google Maps. Uh, so when you flip this open, it's got like the regular uh, numeric keypad for making calls uh, like normal. Uh, and then the top part's a color screen and it's running uh, an operating system called Kai OS. And you can download some basic apps. It comes with uh, Google Maps, YouTube. You can get things uh, like WhatsApp uh, as well. They've got a little uh, app store that you can get games and stuff like that. But super simple. It's got a built-in little camera as well. I mean, it's not going to take like you know, amazing photos, but the photos aren't, aren't bad. But again, super simple. This would be great for a grandparent uh, or a parent that just wants uh, something to, to make those calls and, you know, have some basic uh, internet uh, functionality. And again, we're going to be giving this away. You go to our website, getconnectedmedia.com. 
Hit the uh, newsletter tab and subscribe, and you're entered to win. When we come back from the break, we'll be talking more about social media, what was banned on social this week, and the Facebook boycott. Back after this. You're back with Get Connected. Mike here with AJ and John. Uh, A little bit we'll be talking about the big Facebook boycott and some of the companies that are, are... pulling their advertising from uh, the platform here in July and why they're doing that and if it'll make any significant change. Right now, though, we're going to talk about what's being banned on social media this uh, past uh, few weeks. And, you know, some pretty big uh, news here, guys. I I think the big one for me would be uh, TikTok. TikTok is this uh, new social platform used by a lot of younger people, has these, uh, you know, quick little videos, very addictive um, and it's based in China. It's a, a Chinese app that has spread around uh, the world. And uh, now it looks like India is banning TikTok. And there were millions, millions of users uh, in India. But uh, I guess with the ongoing conflict that they uh, have going on with China uh, over the disputed border uh, in the Himalayas uh, that resulted in the death of 20 Indian soldiers, uh, it looks like uh, they're uh, sticking it to China now. It's interesting, too, because uh, just to put it in perspective, Instagram has about 112 million uh, active daily users, and TikTok is supposed to have uh, somewhere in the range of 45 million. You know, so it's quickly growing across, you know, everything. So this is a pretty big uh issue for TikTok. Um, we've also heard rumblings that the U.S. might be considered banning it as well because of the, the Chinese uh, connections there. Um, and an interesting thing that was sort of discovered a little bit late last week is TikTok was one of the, the biggest uh, apps to actually uh, be looking at your clipboard. And, and it, when you install iOS 14, like I did, every time you use your clipboard uh, to paste something, it tells you where that item was paced from and or who's access which app is accessing your clipboard and tiktok got called out on accessing the clipboard unnecessarily there's no reason for them to access it Um, so it makes you kind of wonder well what else is going on in the background and and they have quickly backpedaled about all this type of stuff but it's not going to help countries like india from banning them you know just further uh, cements their case that there is some fishy things going on there and not to mention the, the political aspects that you mentioned too mike it, it and i mean obviously there's huge uh, huge political overtones the u.s now uh pompeo is even saying that uh, they're potentially going to ban tiktok in the u.s as well because they say it's a chinese app and all your information is going over to to china uh tiktok uh has come out and said that's not true uh all the tiktok users in the u.s all their information is stored on u.s servers with a backup over in singapore um but yeah to your point john uh you know the the whole clipboard thing i mean that that kind of stuff happens to a lot of the social networks doesn't it 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 does yeah um again it's 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 almost like a reckoning is happening with uh, different uh, companies sort of realizing that they can't just run fast and loose like they used to. They actually have to really lock and secure this stuff down properly. And they're getting called out about it all the time at government levels, but also on the consumer side too. And then simple things like the clipboard uh, discovery, uh, you know, really highlights this problem and and it's going to force any new developers coming coming uh out with stuff to really take this into account and really be an advocate for the user as opposed to uh themselves and or the governments behind them 
So also uh, banned. Uh, there's a lot of banning going on here. YouTube has banned uh, a group of far right uh, creators, um, which, you know, why hadn't they done that <laughs> sooner? I, I don't know why. Uh, another one here. Th- this was kind of interesting. Facebook bans uh, the violent boogaloo network. I hadn't heard about the boogaloo net uh, movement, but it's apparently a loose knit collection of anti-government uh, type folks who are agitating for a second civil war. Like how, how AJ, like how would this play out on Facebook? Why, why wouldn't have they taken down something like this? Oh yeah. I mean, you think that, well, I mean, and that's one of the problems with Facebook It's such a massive machine that, you know, they, they can have rooms of people, you know, checking content 24 hours a day and still not get to everything, you know, uh, unless it's brought to their attention. So I think that again, when you have something as big as Facebook, um, those are some of the challenges in actually finding, finding these content creators that are, that are possibly, um, you know, ones that you'd want to ban. So this uh, particular network, uh, Facebook, removed 220 Facebook accounts, 95 Instagram accounts, 28 Facebook pages. Uh, the list goes on, plus more than 400 other groups and 100 other similar pages that weren't connected to the main group but uh, posted uh, similar type of uh, content. And uh, that uh, will lead us into our next segment when we come back from the break. We'll be talking about the big Facebook ad boycott that uh, will hopefully make Facebook uh, change some of their ways that uh, many governments haven't been able to do. You are listening to Get Connected here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back after this. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Agarbo here with AJ and John. Uh, We've been talking a lot about social media and Things getting banned <laughs> on this uh, program. Want to uh, dive into the whole uh, Facebook uh, news story happening right now? A lot of big corporations, literally hundreds of uh, big companies, are pulling their advertising from the Facebook platform. Uh, they have a uh, a group that uh, is uh, spearheading this, and uh, surprisingly, have actually made a lot of headway. It's uh, hashtag Stop Hate for Profit, and Big companies, like even the big five banks here in Canada are on board with it. Coca-Cola, Lululemon, uh, Mountain Equipment Co-op, the list goes on and on. Uh, Essentially, they're trying to hold Facebook accountable for their perceived uh, policy failings uh, of not removing hateful content. Uh, And AJ, just in the previous segment, uh, you you made a a good point I mean, it's so big. They've got 2 billion active users. And the only way they're going to come across a lot of this content is either if someone's reporting it or, you know, Facebook humans are are finding this or they've got bots looking for it. Uh, But at a certain point, there is kind of a, a social responsibility, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, it's not... It's not, it is their fault that they're that big, you know? Yeah. Like that's all, that's all the joys of success that they built into it. Um, so my point is just, you know, merely that, uh, you know, trying to stay on top of that much content, how do you do it? You know, I mean, I think AI is definitely one tool, but again, then you still have to have, you know, people checking stuff. I know that, um, you know, some campaigns have been just, you know, um, removed from Facebook as a result of being caught by these bots, but yet they, they weren't problematic. And then you get the advertisers trying to figure out how to get back on there when they haven't actually done anything wrong. So it's a cluster, you know. But it, it, it looks like this group is making a little more headway than what governments haven't been able to do. I mean, Facebook has been hauled up in front of so many different government organizations and 
you know, been called, uh, you know, to task for uh, not, you know, limiting the the spread of you know hate speech and, and what have you. But uh, I think it uh, might make a difference when it hits their ho- their their pocketbook. I mean, that's how they make you know I think seventy billion dollars a year from the advertising platform they have, basically mining all our personal information and, and serving us uh, up uh, ads. I think one of the things that was a little disconcerting to hear from Mark Zuckerberg himself was the fact that he wasn't as concerned by this boycott because it's a small blip in their, you know, in their, their overall uh, at revenue and that type of thing. But I think that you might regret saying that because I think even since he said that a few days ago, it's grown much bigger and it's going to be a much bigger hit. And, you know, right now it's for July, but what's to stop it from continuing going forward? And people realize that they're actually not getting a lot of value from it or they're getting the wrong kind of value from their advertising dollars on Facebook. So it's, uh, you know, and there's, there's some, some people are saying that, you know, they'll survive it, but they'll have to take a huge public image hit. But they've been getting hit for a while with all these privacy and concerns and other things, let alone uh, helping to peddle, peddle the, the hate stuff as well. I'm, I'm concerned though, guys, because they, they're not taking, uh, I think, enough steps to, to crack down on this. And it's, it's more than this. It's, you know, you look back at the 2016 election, uh, and you know the Russian uh, interference there. I mean, that shaped an election. You know what I mean? Like it, it could have gone another way if that hadn't happened. And then I'm just looking at all the all the crap I'm seeing on my Facebook feed um, from people posting all this um, just incorrect information about COVID nineteen and mm-hmm. things like face masks. Like at a certain point, there's a there's a responsibility there. Like you can't have people posting all this factually incorrect information it, it makes a difference it does and you know i think john you made a really good point there like you know I, legal legal disputes are cost of business when it comes to these you know you know giant companies and they they can budget for that but there's an exponential growth side to to that public image which can be really damaging and, and when the public gets together and unifies that voice that's where the damage can be done and that's where that responsibility uh you know you'll see a change of tune uh when those real dollars start to disappear well it's it's interesting too because i think there's even louder voices of opposition to facebook as a platform in, in general and we're seeing more and more people close their close and delete their accounts you know their personal accounts um so you know there's gonna be less people to market to uh if they're gonna be uh pissed pissing off all these people to the point where they're actually gonna close and delete their accounts and move to some other platform and you know to be honest we hear about new social platforms all the time and you know for every you know hundred of those crappy ones there might be one potential facebook replacement but even then those don't tend to live long uh, before um, something else comes along and facebook's one of the few that have had the traction over the years um but the tides might be turning i think and and that's something we're starting to see with the, you know this huge outcry uh from all sides the the business is paying the ads and but also the the users that are being served them but it's tough, you know, for the users. Like, what what outlet do we have to to force them to change? You know, uh, <laughs> like I love what the corporations are doing. Like, that's hitting Facebook. But we're not paying Facebook other than giving our information. And the only way we can, you know, hurt them is uh, delete our Facebook account. But then, you know, 
Where am I going to get my cat photos from? I know. And this sounds so horrible, but you're just, I mean, you're disconnecting yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard. Okay. We're going to have to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk a little more uh, about uh, being relaxed. There's so much craziness happening in this world. We're going to talk with David Tobin. He's the founder of AudioJack, an awesome app for just calming you down and, and helping you create visual stories in your mind. I know that sounds hippy-dippy, but I tried this. It is freaking amazing, and you've got to check it out. When we come back from the break, all about AudioJack. Stay tuned. You are back with Get Connected. Mike Eggerbo here with John Beeler. It's been pretty stressful times, John. <laughs> the uh, the lockdown is uh, wearing uh, me down. Uh, we're going to talk about an interesting app now that uh, could help us uh, be a little calmer. Uh, it's called AudioJack. Uh, we've uh, chatted about this before on uh, the program, but I think it's even more relevant uh, now. On the line, uh, we've uh, got our good friend, uh, David uh, Tobin, I got that right, hopefully. <laughs> He's the creator and founder and CEO of AudioJack. Thanks for joining us, David. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. And yes, you got David Tobin correct. Yes, this time. <laughs> uh, explain to our listeners again what the AudioJack app, uh, app does. And then you know later on, we're going to give an example of it as well. Okay, great. Yeah, so an AudioJack is an audio-based movie. So you listen to it, and there's no video because it's all audio-based, but there's also no words, there's no dialogue, and there's no music. It's all sound design. Hundreds and hundreds of sounds are edited together to tell a story for your imagination. And inside the Audio Jack app, there's over 50 different audio jacks to choose from, from action-adventure to history to wildlife to environment, uh, sports even, and whatnot. And they're all different, and we never tell you the actual story behind any of them. That way, there's never a wrong answer. It's whatever you listen to, whatever you're hearing, you come up with, that's the story. Is this a type of meditation then, would you say? I wouldn't say it's meditation at all. It's imagination. Okay. Our whole campaign is take back your imagination because the importance of it is really lost on a lot of people these days and the health benefits of using your imagination. Uh, you do get into a meditative state when you listen to an audio jack, but by no means is this meditation. So walk me through you know, listening to one of these, you, you'll bring up the app, you choose uh, one of these audio jacks, and, and what are you doing as you're listening to it? Yeah. So you'll open up the app, you'll pick a category, and you'll go through and pick one of the audio jacks that you want to do, and then you hit play and close your eyes. And you sit and just let your imagination go. You might hear the wind and trees start to blow, and then you hear feet, ch -ch -ch -ch, and they stop, and a door creaks open. The sounds are much better than the ones I'm making with my voice. <laughs> uh, it is not me on there going, bang, pow. Uh, that, that is not it at all. Um, and so, so the story starts to unfold and your imagination engages. You know, is it daytime? Is it nighttime? Is it windy? Is it this? Is it, what does the building look like? What's the door? Is it you? Is it someone else? All these things start to happen as your memory and imagination converge and start to create a narrative because we have a direct association to sound. It's just something that happens. Your brain starts working when you hear these things and we have associations connected. And so you sit and you let your imagination go. What happens is you get into a meditative state because you're concentrating on this. You're daydreaming. It's, it's, it's intentional daydreaming in the most uh, simple way of putting it. Uh, there's a bunch of science on the audiojack.com website that we've done. We've got a bunch of uh, research with different programs and facilities around that have highlighted the science behind why this is different than those other things. But yeah, you're sitting there doing it. And then you can even compare your stories to other people while you're listening to the audio jack. You know, after you're done, 
you know, you ask someone else, well, what did you come up with? Well, they're going to be totally different because we all have different associations with it. And it's really neat to engage with. There's different activities inside the app as well. But at the core of it, you're taking a break from a screen, from everything. You're closing your eyes and you're letting your imagination go for a little while. Who, who's using this? Uh, it's, that's a really funny uh, question. And uh, it's, it's everybody that can hear now. Uh, um, it's it's really turned into this thing where people are looking for a way to take a break from all the noise and chaos that don't want a meditation, don't want this, just want to feel like they can escape and feel like they're on a beach somewhere. Um, so it's a lot of everybody. And there's no language barriers I mentioned before because it's all sound design. So it's globally people. Um, we have a huge audience in education that uses AudioJack. There's a lot of uh, research we've done into art and writing programs and why this is used there and it's helped raise grades. Uh, a lot of parents are using AudioJack at home right now with the different activities in there to engage their kids um, because they need new tools and other things going on with that space. Um, prior to what was going on now, and it still is in some facilities that can uh, get the resources to them, but a lot of senior care, memory loss, and dementia programs use AudioJack, as well as facilities that are people going through chemotherapy and dialysis. It all comes back to the same thing. We want people to feel like they're somewhere else. And it actually reduces your stress and anxiety, and it helps you kind of escape those spaces and be more calm. So, you know, if you are going through chemo, you're not looking around at what's going on with everyone else. You actually feel like you're somewhere else, and it lets you relax, and it takes that stress off. And that's also what's helped people engage in education. So there's a really long answer to probably a very simple question. I, one thing I really liked about what you said uh, offline is uh, is that you actually run these uh, Zoom calls with AudioJack. And you have people from all over the world coming in uh, for these different sessions. And then after you've ex- shared, had a shared experience with an, a particular AudioJack, everyone gets to sort of like chime in and sort of talk about it. Kind of like going to the movies, but yeah, but it's a shared experience that is very different than going to a movie with a friend and then talking about it afterwards, but it's not dissimilar to that. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's been really kind of a neat thing. So what we'll do is uh, that's also on the, on the website, you can find the info to that, but uh, it's a, session where it's very much like how we're connected now i'll mirror the app and we'll all listen to audio jack i don't share my story because i'm the one that created it unless there's other ones that our team has created that i don't know the story to i'll I'll comment on that but yeah it's just a really nice way to engage and it is like going to the movies it's uh you know hanging out and uh interpreting you know it's it's wow would you feel where were you at and the conversations have been amazing too to have people connect from different, not just parts of the world, but different walks of life. Like we have blind people showing up in the middle of our audio jack sessions as well. Not in the middle, but to the sessions. And they can engage with sighted people. And we have, you know, people, and sometimes there's five people in a session. Sometimes there's 25. Sometimes there's way more, um, you know, and that's the beauty of it. It's just open for people to come hang out. Sometimes there's families. Sometimes there's, uh, we've had some neat people uh, pop through. We've had a lot of, uh, we had a couple different authors. We had uh, some of the editing team from uh a couple different TV shows come through and just random people popping through. So it's been, it's been a neat way to engage with others in a time when we can. Is there cost to the, the, the app? Uh, to the app? Yeah. The, the free, the, the zoom sessions that we do and stuff like that, that's all free. The app you can download for free. Uh, there's a free audio jack in every section, but then if you want to subscribe, it's a whopping uh, 14 99 a year. So a buck 25 a month. So, so you're so you're rich. Well, we have a <laughs> lot of clients around the world, and uh, it's a really neat little uh, way to engage people. 
you know um and the reason why the, the audio jack actually used to be a lot more expensive uh when it first came out and the reason why it's so affordable now is because we have so many users and it's always been our goal to have it as cheap as possible because a lot of uh, after school programs and nonprofits use audio jack and a lot of other programs do and they don't have the resources to pay for an expensive app for every single student and um, right now we're also giving away tons of free subscriptions to nonprofits other programs so if you have questions please let me know we'll get you taken care of because their budgets have been slashed because of the virus because all these things have happened and so it's our opportunity to provide resources. I mean, what kind of person would I be to say, oh, well, hey, you guys really want this resource that can help people, but I'm gonna not let you have it because it costs money. And I'm like, you know, no way, not when it's at this level. Um, you know, it's a subscription. I can get that taken care of. There's plenty of other people downloading it. We're talking with David Tobin. He's the CEO and founder of AudioJack at audiojack.com, uh, an app you can download for your smartphone to uh, take you to another world through the uh, the magic of, of sounds. Uh, I'm going to get you to hold on uh, the line here, David, and this is going to be a bonus for our video, cast, our video podcast uh, viewers. If you go to our website at getconnectedmedia.com, uh, we're going to get you to actually walk us through one of these uh, audio jacks, uh, if, if you would, if you can hang on. Sure. You're listening to Get Connected uh, here on the Chorus Radio Network. We'll be back after this with more tech. Stay tuned. Kegerbo here with John and AJ. Don't forget to hit our contest page, getconnectedmedia.com. If you uh, hit our newsletter tab, subscribe, you're entered to win this week's contest. Uh, we are giving away an Alcatel Go Flip 3. This is a flip phone that uh, can make and uh, receive calls, but also has some basic apps on it. Uh, things like uh, WhatsApp and Google Maps, Google Assistant to still help you uh, keep connected, but not... Uh, making it overly complicated. Again, getconnectedmedia.com. You want to check it out. And uh, I want to also give a shout out to our sister show uh, tomorrow. The App Show airs across the Chorus Radio Network. We've got some really great uh, interviews happening. We'll be uh, telling you how to uh, make the most out of Instagram to fix your photos and and look your uh, best. And uh, what else we got going there, John? Also, we're going to be talking about uh, indoor navigation with our good friend Gary Steves. This is cool. We all use GPS for getting around in our cars and on streets, but indoor navigation is really growing, and we're going to tell you about the apps that are making that uh, happen. I want to thank all the folks that helped put the show together, AJ and uh, John, our, our co-hosts here, and our producer, Christina, also Stephen, Nigel, Paul, and Ged, and Graham, of course. We'll see you again next time.